Good day today, and greetings in Christ Jesus. Welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Glad to have you listening in today. Our devotion for today is taken from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6-8. through 8. In this you greatly, greatly rejoice, though now for a little while... If need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Peter's encouraging the Christians in and around the Jerusalem area. Of course, this letter that he wrote to the New Testament early church was circulated beyond that area, all through Judea as well. And what we see Peter primarily encourage the people, in the same way I was trying to encourage the council members this past Monday evening at the voters meeting, I wanted to remind them of this section from God's word that gives us this confidence in our living hope, the fact that Christ is alive, we are have a confident hope in our eternal life in heaven. And as we hear God's word, we hear the promises of that hope be reestablished, re-promised to us, so that we are more and more certain. Why? I didn't talk about this section quite that much Monday night, but in this part of our text from verses 6 through 8, Peter says the reason why this is so important to have a confident hope in our living hope, Jesus Christ. He says, we rejoice in this hope, even though now for a little while we have been grieved by various trials. What trials are you going through right now, dear Christian? None? God be praised. But I highly doubt it. Every day we struggle, we wrestle against some sort of sin, whether it be the actions that we find ourselves doing that we know we should not do, as Paul likewise wrestled with in Romans 7, whether it be the thoughts and words that we think or say. We know that James says out of the same mouth, blessing and cursing come forth, and brethren, this should not be this way. We have been grieved by various trials with the health conditions that we face, with the financial struggles that we grapple with, with the work challenges that we have every single day, with the family, with the impatience that we have with one another, the various trials that we face, even the upcoming death of our own lives. We know that we are tested every single day. Why? Peter writes that the genuineness of your faith may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is interesting that the genuineness of your faith shouldn't be something that we have to be concerned about. But as we continue to look to the Lord Jesus for strength, he promises that we will be tested by fire. That's interesting that he would use the word fire, especially in those days in the early Christian church where fire was a real threat about being put to death for their faith. The fiery trials that they endured could have been being burned at the stake, being crucified, being tortured. We know that being tested by a fire today might mean all kinds of different temptations, but ultimately the persecution that we face as Christians is not something we've had to fear to this degree in our lives in the most recent history. We do realize that the testing of our faith continues to be something that the Lord does as we see through the Old Testament prophets as he refines it in fire. 
I believe that's Malachi who talks about our faith being refined by fire. Or as iron sharpens iron, the proverb says, we want to continue to be refined in our faith so that it will always be found to praise and give honor and glory to our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes and when he comes to us through his word as we have again today. We have reason to be tested by fire because the Lord wants our faith to endure to the very end when he calls us home to be with him forever in heaven. That day is coming soon, but we want to continue to be ready for that day. This weekend I'll be talking about that in that sermon text and asking that question, are you packed for heaven? Are you ready to go? What lists of things did Jesus want us to have packed? We know that Jesus is coming, and although we have not seen him, 1 Peter 1 reminds us we still love him because of the love that he's promised us, the love that he's poured out for us on the cross, the love that he even conquered death itself so that even death is not something we need to fear. So today, I greatly rejoice once again, even though now for a little while we've been grieved by various trials. I give thanks and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who loved me with an everlasting love, who laid down his very life for me on the cross, who suffered hell and God forsakenness to give me this everlasting hope, this inheritance of of his heavenly kingdom where I will be with him forever. In this we can greatly rejoice once again today, that even though we have not seen him, we love him. And Jesus has promised us, even through the eyes of Thomas, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me, and yet still have believed. We pray. Dear Lord Jesus, strengthen us always through your word of a living hope, because you are our living Lord and Savior who walk with us every single day. Teach us to abstain and to run away from the sin that would so easily ensnare us and to continue to look to you as the author and finisher of our faith who has given us this living hope and confidence in you our risen lord and savior jesus christ even though we are tested by the fire continue to help us to praise and honor your name knowing that these temporary things will give way to the eternal glory you have in store for us lord give us that excitement send us the holy spirit to strengthen our faith once again today in your name we pray amen as far as the weekly update and reminders are concerned, on this evening, October 20th, we are looking forward to our online Bible class at 7 p.m. We continue through the Gospel of Mark. Also this coming weekend, we continue with our Sunday School and our Bible class series on why membership matters. If you think it doesn't, you need to be there. If you want a refresher of the importance of why we have membership here at Emmanuel, That's important to listen to as well as we reflect on scripture and this weekend the word and sacraments and ultimately our membership that helps us be on the straight and narrow for our membership in God's family and eternal kingdom forever. Very important study. I hope you can make it. Also October 22nd, this Saturday, 11 to 4 p.m., Blood Drive will be in the gymnasium, the MPF Center. So please take note of that. Hope you can come. Blood is in constant need, high demand right now, so please make time to come if you're able to. Also, sanctuary carpet prep, that was done, and we have the carpet being installed right now. It's looking fantastic. And so we're thankful and hopeful that by this weekend you'll be able to come in and check it out and uh, see the, the wonderful progress they've made so far. 
We will be having worship service in the MPF this weekend once again. All the live stream stuff is already set up in there, and we'll need to be resecuring the pews anyway before we can go back in there. So that is the plan. We will be using the MPF one more time this coming weekend, and then the following weekend for the Reformation Festival, we will be uh, returning into the sanctuary at that point in time. So, no more money needed for the Sanctuary Improvement Fund. We've exceeded what is needed for the update of the carpet and the pews at this point in time. So thank you all. Once again, praise the Lord. Our Fall Reformation will be held during our normal service times, the weekend of October 30th and 31st. Pastor Caleb Schaller will be our guest preacher that weekend. I unfortunately will be out of town for a wedding I will be conducting uh, on Saturday evening. So Pastor Caleb Schaller will be there. I am glad to be doing that wedding, so that's not the unfortunate part about being there, but obviously uh, we look forward to having our guest speaker here for that weekend. We are celebrating how the truth of God's word went out 500 years ago and pray for the Lord to continue to bless our sharing of it today as well. Also, Sunday, October 31st at 4 p.m., Minnesota Area Reformation Festival. You're invited for the Reformation Festival service at Berea Lutheran Church in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. Uh, again, that's Sunday, October 20, 31st at 4 p.m. A meal after the service will be provided by the ladies of Berea. And we continue to uh, remind people that if you're interested in coming, your children are asked to be at Berea by 3.30 on the 31st for warm-up and practice. They'll be singing, Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. That's from the Christian Worship Booklet, Hymn 203. You can find that online. Uh, the service will be live-streamed and archived on Bria's YouTube page. And if you plan to attend the meal afterwards, please help the ladies of Bria by registering online. And that contact info will be in the bulletin this weekend as well. Or by contacting Pastor Nathan Pfeiffer, which you can find on that Bria website. Pastor at BriaCLC.org is his email. This brings us to our prayer list for today. Bruce Newbert continues to be on hospice at Pastone. I was able to see him recently. He is still comfortable and in good spirits. Always incur- always uh, thankful for encouragement from any of you. And if you want to sing with him, he knows quite a few hymns, so put him to the test. Also, Darlene Woods recently had a stroke, but is slowly recovering at home. So we definitely want to keep her in our prayers and that the Lord will give her strength and recovery from that uh, time of need. Retired ILC Professor Prof. Sullivan from the Bria Congregation. We continue to pray for him in his stage 4 cancer. Also, Waldo Bergman was hospitalized recently. He might be moved today to a a nursing home. He's having trouble with his kidneys and some other concerns, um, and so we want to keep him in our prayers. Addie Nauman, uh, we still pray we'll be able to go home with mom and dad and family. Uh, again, some steps forward, a few steps back. It's kind of been on and go like that. Pastor Nauman had a letter for the voters and asking for one more month uh, leave so they can kind of get settled and figured out while they're waiting for Addie to come home. So Pastor Nauman will, um, to the end, of, will not be back uh, at work here full time until uh, the, uh, the early December 1st is what my understanding is. Leif Olmanson is having hip surgery on Thursday, so keep him in your prayers. And again, Brian and Michelle Stearns, who just transferred to our congregation Monday night from Austin, Minnesota, from the congregation there, CLC congregation there. They are requesting prayers for their four foster children that are planning on being baptized on this coming Monday. This brings us to our doctrine of the day. The question I'm asking is, is faith really blind? We're reminded from 2 Corinthians 5-7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. I was reminded in, in some Bible studies here from the Gospel of Mark, 
just how many times Jesus showed all of those people who followed him that he had power over not just well, power over their bodies. He was able to heal. And many times in Mark and through the other Gospels, we see that Jesus healed everyone who came to him. That's why we know that he is called the great physician. And that's why we look to him in our prayers, just like the prayers that we talked about here. Again, for our loved ones, for our family, for our brothers and sisters in Christ, even for our enemies, because he is that great physician who can always miraculously heal or provide the medicine to heal in our day-to-day life. So that's why I thought this would be an interesting question. Is faith really blind? In our devotion earlier, we talked about from 1 Peter that, yes, we continue to believe in him even though we have not seen him. Well, we believe in him because of his word of promise. We believe in him because of the the power of his word that works that faith in our heart. So even though we have not seen him, we love him, as Peter wrote to the early believers. And so why do we love him? Is faith really blind? Certainly we don't see him physically, but we see him in our lives, don't we? We see his active hand in and around us. In the faith that we have in him, that's, even though our faith is blind in the sight of him, we see it at work in the gospel. We see it at work in the repentance of sins. We see it at work when people are desiring to change their lives to follow Jesus and looking to him for that strength, looking to him in prayer. And so it's interesting that that at the on the one side is totally true that we walk by faith not by sight but faith is not totally blind in that sense faith we see as James writes about so often that faith is not dead we see works in an act of faith we see works that long to serve the lord i was reminded of the discussion we had at the voters meeting and our struggle to get different uh, council positions filled and committees filled and, and just more people serving in the congregation. We're hoping to send out a time and talent survey in the next few months, to in the next few weeks hopefully, to ask the congregation for their input of where they're able to serve with their gifts and talents. And in that process we see that our faith is one that is a matter of serving God and our joy and love for him and who served us. The gospel is always what motivates. The gospel is always what wants us to continue to look to Jesus for that strength and faith. Without the gospel, our works would be self-righteousness, trying to get to heaven by being good or better than others. But ultimately, because we believe in Jesus who has given us the inheritance of life as God's children, we need to seek to honor him out of love for the glory and the gospel that he's given to us, our sins forgiven and our gift of eternal life. So that's a tough question to answer, really. Is faith really blind? In in some ways, yes, when it comes to walking by faith and not by sight, walking with having not seen our Lord Jesus. But other ways, faith is not blind because, again, we see the activity of God's hand in our lives. And for that, we can be truly grateful, truly happy, truly confident in the living hope we have in our hearts, the activity we see of the Holy Spirit working in and among us throughout our lives. What a joy and blessing it is to understand this doctrine of the day, that yes, we walk by faith and not by sight, but faith is not blind as it sees the work and the hand of the Spirit active in our lives all around us. May he continue to equip and encourage us always in faithful service to our Lord, who has bought us back from our sin, who redeemed us with his blood, and gives us the confidence of eternal life in heaven. This brings us to our hymn of the day. We're looking at the short hymn, hymn 31 from the Lutheran hymnal, When all thy mercies, O my God. 
And we're looking at all five verses there. We pray. When all thy mercies, O my God, my rising soul surveys, transported with the view, I'm lost in wonder, love, and praise. Ten thousand thousand precious gifts my daily thanks employ, nor is the least a cheerful heart that tastes those gifts with joy. Through every period of my life thy goodness I'll pursue, and after death in distant worlds the glorious theme renew. When nature fails and day and night divide thy works no more, my ever grateful heart, O Lord, thy mercies shall adore. Through all eternity to thee a joyful song I'll raise, but O eternity's too short to utter all thy praise. What a cool hymn. The Lord be with you and bless you always in this praise from our hearts. Remember, as we listen to these minute meditations, that our Lord Jesus continues to bless us. If you're looking for more information about Emmanuel, check us out on our website, emmanuelmankato.org. And remember always, Emmanuel means God is with you. Have a great day.